You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM with Mankiran Ajala, and we are speaking to Tina Singh. She is a sick mom and an occupational therapist. We're going to talk about how Tina couldn't find a proper helmet for her boys, so she decided to design her own. Tina, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. So, Tina, I want to say, first of all, I think what you created is so wonderful. And before we get into it, tell us, how did Sick Helmets get started? So this whole journey started about five years ago when my oldest son was about five years old at the time. And his bike helmet just wouldn't fit him anymore. Like, we had it on the loosest setting of the straps, and we were trying to squeeze it on his head. But because his Judah or his top nut or his man bun, whatever you want to call it, because it was like his hair was long, I couldn't get the helmet to go on properly and fit in a way that would be safe. And so we went on a mission about two and a half years ago to design a helmet that would accommodate uh, my kids uh, being sick, keeping their hair and wearing butt tape. And what were the challenges, you know, of not having an appropriate helmet for your boys and really other sick boys too? What were some of those challenges that you had to deal with? So for me, because I'm an occupational therapist who worked in the area of acquired brain injury for so many years, I never let my kids ride without a helmet. That's like an absolute for me. So because the helmet didn't fit properly, we were like hollowing out the inside. We were, you know, people are cutting holes in helmets, you know, they're doing all kinds of things just to make it work. And so one of the challenges became that my boys are adventurous and they want to do things in the skate park. They want to, you know, jump on their scooters and ride down all these hills. And I, I never felt like the helmet fit them properly. And the challenge becomes that if it's not fitting well, it's not going to do its job. Exactly. And how did your background as an occupational therapist really influence your design? So I think just being an occupational therapist just gives me that lens of function, right? We look at function and we look at what's working and what's not working. And so to me, it seems like a simple fix, right? Like we just make a dome type portion on the top of the helmet to be able to accommodate the Judah, right? So to me, it seems simple. So it's more solution focused, right? Like, how can we fix this so that we have something that works? And even when you were designing these helmets, right? Like how much back and forth was there? Like, what was the process like? So because I had a vision in my head of what I wanted it to look like, um, that part of it was okay to to sort of figure out, you know, what it was going to look like generally. More of the different iterations came into place when it came to making sure that our design matched safety standards. So that's when we made changes, but maybe making things a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller, doing different things with the foam to make sure that we were still hitting those standards, but also creating a helmet that fit. And something that you've been saying, too, is that you said, you know, these helmets are a symbol of representation. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so these helmets... I would love for them to be seen as, uh, you know, an example of inclusion and diversity in sports, right? We, we want safety products to serve the people in our communities and to increase sport participation. So if someone can't participate in something because they need to have a helmet, but they can't find a helmet that fits, then it creates a barrier, right? And when we think about sports like ice hockey and stuff like that, we see that time and time again. So I really think that this, should be seen as, you know, a step in the right direction to make sure we're serving all our communities, not just the sick community, but but all our communities that need to be accommodated. Everyone should have safety equipment that, that works for them. 
To me, it seems like such a simple fix. I will tell you, Tina, that I was talking to some of my male relatives when they were very young, and I, even I remember them struggling to find a proper helmet because of their Judah. And sometimes they kind of felt that sense of like, am I allowed to participate in the sport? Do I belong here? Should I go to another sport? So for you, I mean, just how important is it that you here you are like opening the door for so many young, sick boys to be able to participate in sports that perhaps they thought kind of twice about? Yeah, that, that's exactly it. I've had conversations with my husband. Uh, my husband is a Sardar, and he said that when he was young, there were certain sports he couldn't participate in. So, like, he could do ice hockey, but he couldn't actually play on a team because he didn't have a helmet, right? Like, there's things like baseball, you know, um, World Series were happening at the time. Twice the Blue Jays in the World Series while we were growing up. And, you know, that's something he wanted to do, but couldn't do it in an organized way, right? Because he didn't have a helmet that would work for him. So, when we look at those challenges that we faced like back in the 80s and 90s, and we're still facing them now, I feel that um, for the kids who want it, right, for the kids who want it, for the kids who tie success, right, not kids who have, you know, um, wear a dasar or a football or anything like that, but for the kids who have a parka, you know, th- th- there should be options for them. There should be options for everyone. Exactly. And I feel like with your background, like you said, you know, the consequences of, you know, if there isn't proper protection. So for you as a mother, you must feel a lot of relief. I do. Like, I'm, 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 I'm happy to see it out there. You know, I'm, I'm happy to be really close to getting into the hands of the parents who, who want it. And we're hoping to have it in parents' hands very soon, like very early March. And I want to talk about your, on your Instagram, you wrote that, you know, it's been a long journey. I'm still learning. I cried a lot. I lost a lot of sleep. And the moments that I struggle, I remind myself of why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is for my kids. This is for parents like me. Can you describe those emotions and feelings? Yeah, so there were so many times throughout the process where I honestly wanted to give up because it, it, it was a long journey, right? Like it took a really long time, but also every one step forward is five steps back. And there's so many things you learn in product. I'm new in the, in the world of product. I've never, you know, built products before. So there was a lot of learning that had to go along with it. And sometimes you think you're right on the right path and the next day you learn something new and it's like everything comes crashing down. You're like, Oh my God. Um, so it's just a lot of, there was a lot of stress and anxiety that came with designing this product. And I wanted to make sure at the end of the day that I had something that worked. Um, and so, you know, I think that because the project means so much to me, I found it, you know, I found that I did get emotional through several, several parts of this process and of this journey and even still, right? Like the product means a lot to me. And so I want people to love it. And I, I made it for parents like me, right? Like I know, I know that there's parents out there who will who will say that this is not for their kids and that's okay. But for the parents out there who have their kids in ill-fitting helmets <laughs> that aren't working and aren't doing their job anyways, I would love for them to have something that's a much better option. And when you finally like completed the design of this helmet, I mean, like what was the reaction particularly of your sons? Right, You said, you guys, here you go. I have this. It's done. So I, I tell everyone this, when my kids are sick and tired of trying on helmets, but like the very first time they were excited, right? So they were like, so I was excited because there's been so much time and effort put into it. Like now that I have a prototype in hand, I need to actually put it on you. Like I know in theory it's supposed to work, but does it actually work? Um, and so when they did, they were excited. You know, my kids were like, oh, can I wear this outside? Like, can I go riding? And I was like, no, it's not, it's not a finished, it's not a finished product yet. You can't, um, because it has to go through testing and all that, right? So. Um, when they saw the final, the final, final product, um, which are the three colors that were shared online, we have a red, blue, and black. Um, when they when they saw those, they were excited about them. They were calling dibs on which one was there. So it was it was really great to see, sort of like from conception to you know it finally being here. 
and the kids being able to put it on and, and be excited about it. It's so sweet. And I want to ask you, Tina, like, what has been the reaction from the community itself, other people? What are you hearing? So there's other parents that really love that really love the product. They're excited to have it because, again, a lot of us were just using sort of um, options or makeshift options because we didn't have any. And, you know, they're excited to finally have this for their kids and not have to be trying to readjust their hair and all that. So the, the response has been overwhelmingly positive. It's so exciting. Now, Tina, for those who want to get their hands on this product, do you have a timeline? I do. So we are opening up pre-sales in Canada very soon. I say this to you like in a couple of days, like in a couple of days. We are opening up pre-sales in Canada and it, the pre-sale we're just taking orders now and we hope to have those shipped out to customers the beginning of March. So you'll have it right in time for the season when you need them. Um, and so we're taking a limited amount of pre-orders uh, very shortly, probably within the week. Tina, I want to thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. If people want to get more information just about the product, where do they need to go? Well, they can follow us over on Instagram at Sick Helmet, or they can also visit our website to put in their email address if they want to be notified when the sale starts because it is limited. Um, they can put in their email address to be notified um, once that sale starts. And that's www.sickhelmets.com. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. We just spoke to Tina Singh, a sick mom, an occupational therapist to create a helmet for her sons. And thanks to this creation, sick children will now have the option to wear a helmet that fits them properly. If you want to get more information about her organization, be sure to check out sickhelmets.com. This is the Morning Buzz on Spice Radio, 1200 AM.